Mark chapter 2 and verse number 2, and straightway many were gathered together insomuch as there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them, and they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was bore by four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was, and when they had broke it up, they let down the, the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven. If there is ever, if there is ever a time, if there is ever a time that the church is under incredible, incredible, incredible attack. There's ever a time that the devil would like to put out the structure of the church. I, this, this, this meeting truly has been an incredible meeting. Amen. You're with me. You're staying with me. You're going to help me. I don't, you know, just, just, just stick it out with me for a little bit, just a few minutes. And if there's ever a time that the church is under incredible, incredible, incredible attack, it's now. There are spiritual attacks from every side. It's just, I don't have time to go into it. And I would love to tell you the, the, the attack that's going on just everywhere. And, and it's, it's incredible. And yet, at the same time, there is a subtle, a sly move to try to pull this spiritual battle into the church and trying to tone down and trying to, uh, uh, how can I say it, trying to make us more uh, politically correct, trying to make us more uh, traditional Pentecostal. You understanding what I'm saying? Amen. There's a pressure to, to put the church into a into a human mindset and and completely cutting out the spiritual side of things. Hallelujah. But I'm here I'm here to tell you that we're gonna have to some way or the other break past this 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 idea of what we think is cute and kind and and, and proper Pentecost and allow Jesus to walk into the house. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. If Jesus will help me here today, if you'll, if you'll give me, come on, come on, stand in with me. Come on, help. Amen. And pretty soon, pretty soon, you start, if you're not careful, if you're not careful, you start picking up this, 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 this little attitude. Well, I, I want it done my way. I want it done my way. I want it. I want it. I want it within the the, the format of what I like, and that's what happened to this man. That this guy, he was, he was, he was sick. Stand as long as you want. Sit down. Stand up shortly thereafter. Hallelujah. This man here, he was sick. He was bad sick. He was bad, bad sick. He couldn't walk. He had four good friends that took him to find Jesus. And they got to the church, full house, couldn't get in. So they climbed up on the roof and decided to tear off the roof and to drop, not drop him, but you know, get him, get him down where, where Jesus was at. 
Amen. That was the whole, the whole purpose of the trip. I came, I brought my friend to be healed. That was the purpose of the trip. There's some people here today, you came with a purpose. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, God's got something that he wants to do in your life. But I've got to break down, I've got to break down some barriers. Amen. In the Holy Ghost, I feel it in the Holy Ghost, not the barriers. I feel that God wants to do something, but there's got to be some barriers that's got to be broken past. There's people here, you came with a need in your heart and God's got the answer for you. And so, so they get this sick man down in Jesus's. So they got this sick man down in, in Jesus's presence. Why did they get the guy there? Why was he there? He was there to be healed. You agree with that? But the first thing that Jesus said when he opened his mouth, he said, your sins are forgiven. So I'm going to get quiet before it gets better. Hallelujah. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Wait, Jesus. Uh, you, you, you got it wrong. We didn't come for the sin issue. We came for the healing issue. You got it wrong. We came for him to get healed and not to get forgiven of his sins. Hallelujah. If you want, if you want God to do something for you in your life, you're going to have to change your mindset. People come to church and they start saying, man, that's a bad way of doing things. Boy, they shouldn't be doing that. Boy, they shouldn't be preaching that hard. They shouldn't be doing like that. And there's something that raises up in your heart. Come on. Come on. And you, if you were really carnal minded, you'd probably say, man, what a horrible thing that Jesus did. I mean, he came to be healed. Yeah, 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 you came to be healed. But before Jesus can deal with your healing, he has to deal with your sin. And before he can deal with your sin, he has to break past the barrier of where you're trying to figure out the way that, you hear what I'm saying? The way that you think that Jesus ought to do it. You say, well, I think that's not like that Naaman spirit. Well, I thought that the prophet would come out and say, come on. Boy, I like to get down there in the middle. Come on. Open up a little path here. I got to get down there. Somebody that's needing something from the Lord. Hallelujah. And there's that barrier. So well, I thought that it ought to be done this way. Well, I thought it ought to be done that way. I'm telling you what. If you're sick with a palsy, instead of being thinking about the way you think it ought to be, why don't you just let Jesus do it the way that he wants to do it? Come on. Come on. I need a path here. Come on. Come on. 
Yeah, I'm fighting a little bit of barrier. I'm not worried about that. Uh, hallelujah. I'm reaching for somebody here. Uh, I got a little road to hoe. Uh, hallelujah. I'm trying to break past that little barrier. So, well, that's the bad way of doing church. Uh, really, I don't think church ought to be done that way. Really, I don't think Jesus ought to have done it that way. Why didn't Jesus just tell him, get up and be healed? Uh, hallelujah. You know why? Because there's some things that you think are important to you. But to Jesus, there's something else that's more important. Come on. I think that my biggest problem is I need to be healed. Jesus says your biggest problem, Mr. Sir, with the palsy is not to be healed. I just lost some of you there. I just lost some of you. Because you came to church saying, if I could just get healed, all of my problems are over with. Really? Really? Not necessarily. The Bible says it's better to go to heaven. Listen to what I'm saying. You've got to come to church now. Yeah, Jesus can heal you. But before Jesus can heal you, you've got to say, do it your way, Jesus. You've got to say, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Don't try to hide your sin in the back pocket. Hallelujah. Come up and say, Jesus, I want to be healed. Jesus looked at the man and said, you've got issues. You've got problems. Your sin before we can take care of your palsy. That just left some of you out, didn't it? Because you came, so well, if I can just get healed, I'll get out the door and it'll all be okay. That's what you think, because you're, you're going to die in your sins. Because you can, you can. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll, we'll heal him. We'll heal him. And he'll walk into hell. Yeah, yeah, so we'll heal him. And he'll, he'll be okay. And he'll get up and walk out and say, well, bye-bye. Bye-bye. I got what I wanted. I'm not coming back. I got what I wanted. Hallelujah. And you walk out the door. And you're carrying a bag of sin in your heart. And you can be seeing. You can be walking. Hallelujah. And go straight to hell. Your biggest problem is not necessarily your healing. Your biggest problem is let Jesus do what he's got to do in your life. So, oh Jesus, is there anybody here honest enough to say, hey, Jesus, I won't, as bad as it may seem, as bad as, I'm talking to somebody, as bad as it may seem, I'll lay aside my, my request for a miracle. I'll lay aside my request for healing. I'll lay aside my request for an answer for a problem. Hallelujah. I'll, I'll just let you do it your way. 
Is there anybody? 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 Is there anybody in the house? Is there anybody in the house? Is there anybody in the house that's willing to say, well, Jesus, just, 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 just do it your way. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. But he's, he came to be healed. It's a bad thing to do to a guy, isn't it? Came to be healed. And Jesus said, I'm going to deal with your heart first. Hallelujah. Some people here in this building that Jesus would have already answered your prayer. Had you allowed, or if you were to allow God to say, well, let me just do it. Just let me do it my way. Pastor Bass said it this afternoon, you've got to learn how to trust in Jesus. You've got to learn, say, Jesus, I, I, I really think that I'm needing a healing, but you know what? You see the heart better than you see the body. Why don't, you, why don't you check out my heart first? I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to that th this can be a tremendous healing service. Uh, if you just allow, if you just let God come on, come on, come on. Come on. I'm, I've lost some of you there. I've got a little ways to go yet. I've already lost some of you there. Hallelujah. Because you see what I'm saying? There's people who, who in the house here today is willing to say, Hey, Jesus, take care of the heart issue before you take care of my healing. Who? Oh, I got, I've got about 50, 70, 100, 200. 300, don't stand up if you're not telling the truth. Come on. Come on. It is interesting to note that every time that Jesus does something that goes against the grain, that's not politically correct. Hallelujah. Have you ever noticed how that people come to church and they try from the pew to pick the song that's supposed to be sang? They come to church and they pick the preacher that they want to preach because they know the way he preaches. They pick the sermon that they want to hear because they brought a visitor. They pick the subject they want. And you get angry because God does this horrible thing about not doing it your way. Hallelujah. But if you want God to have full control of your life, you've got to let God do it his way come on hello Whew. what a horrible thing that Jesus did this guy came and wanted to be healed and Jesus said, I'm going to work on your heart. What a, I mean, duh, can't can, can you tell what the guy came for? That's what people say. If we could ever learn how to trust in God. Okay. Let me give you another one of these bad things that Jesus did. We got quiet, didn't it? She's why I chose the others. There's a man. There's a man. 
One cometh uh, of the rulers of the synagogue, at Mark chapter 5, Jairus, if that's the right way, by the name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. And he besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter, she lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands upon her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. You do notice that I'm talking about miracles tonight. You have noticed that. I've already lost some of you, but you have noticed that. Have you, do you realize what's happening? People are nitpicking. They're saying, well, I, I, I don't really think that, 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 that sin has anything to do with healing. And so, so it, let, let me go back to the first. So are you saying that you can come up here and be healed and walk out and live like a heathen? And then you say, well, I got healed. And you're living like a heathen out there. And then people say, well, if that's the way that we can live, I want to be healed too. No, Jesus wants to deal with the sin before he deals with your healing. Okay, so this man Jairus, he comes up to Jesus. He says, I've got a daughter in Portuguese. It says that she was in a coma. Uh, Morimbunda, which means she was out of it. And Jairus comes up. He says, I've got to listen to this. Listen. He said, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a major problem at the house. He said, my girl's. She's in a coma, and she needs to be healed. Would you come and heal her? And so Jesus says, yeah, I'll do it for you. And so there starts Jesus going to Jairus' house. And you can almost see Jairus. Am I pronouncing it right? Thanks, guys. I can almost see is it right, Jairus? Okay, thank you. And so you can almost see G- Jair- Jairus just trying come on, Jesus, come on, quick, quick. Now, listen to what I'm saying. There's people here, you're needing something from God. This is, the, the Holy Ghost laid this on my heart. And so here's, here's Jairus, come on, come on, Jesus, come on, hurry, hurry. She's in a coma. She's going to die. She's going to die. Meanwhile, there's this woman that's got an issue of blood. Do you realize the woman's been sick 12 years? She's still walking. She's still talking. She's still at home. Uh, at least until that day. So you've got, you've got a girl that's in a coma that's supposed to be dying any minute. And, uh, and this woman with this issue of blood, she comes up and touches Jesus. And Jesus stops everything. It would sort of be like, um, sort of be like you uh, calling 911 and say, my my. I need help with my daughter. She's, she's in a coma. She fell into a coma. Would you please come? And so the ambulance is coming to go to the house, and they see this little girl that fell off the bicycle and skinned her knee. So the ambulance skids to a halt, and they jump out, and they start putting all this kind of stuff in this little girl's skint knee. I mean, you talk about a lawsuit. That's a lawyer's dream. 
What a horrible thing that Jesus did. But you've got to understand that when I say what a horrible thing Jesus did, that's in the mindset of people that are watching Jesus from the outside. If you can ever learn to trust in Jesus enough, listen to what I'm saying, to put his own timing on things. Hallelujah. So Jair said, come on, Jesus, come on, come on. And Jesus stops the whole show to deal with a woman that's not, she was sick, but she wasn't dead. Some of you here tonight, you've forgotten how to trust in Jesus to let Jesus do it his way. I'm talking to somebody. You've been in a hurry, and because you're in a hurry, you forget to trust God all the way. Jairus had enough trust in Jesus as long as he got there quick enough. But when Jesus stopped, it was almost as if Jesus was saying, Hey, Jairus, how much more can you trust in me? How much more can you trust in me? How can, do, you, do you trust in me enough to know that what I'm doing, I'm going to do it my way? Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Holy Ghost is trying to help somebody. There's healing in the house. There's healing in the house. But the healing in the house cannot be at the expense of you complaining to Jesus, of, oh my God, about the way he does it. about the way he does it. And after all, with Jesus, does it really make any difference if he heals? I mean, what, what I'm trying to say is, with Jesus, you're trying to nitpick. You're trying to say, Jesus, my case is code red. I lost some of you on that one too, didn't I? Well, I, I've got an urgent case. No, what you need to do is to trust in Jesus to where he will do it his way at his time. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? There has set into Pentecost a spirit of I'm in a hurry. There has set into Pentecost a spirit we don't know how to tarry after God. There has set into Pentecost. That's because everybody else is watching TV. They get they get in a hurry. They want that they want that they want that seven minute segment. Hallelujah! Jesus said, "I'm not in a hurry." Jairus, you just set coco You just settle down, Jairus. You just settle down. I've got to take care of a little situation right here. Hallelujah. What does it matter to you? Who are you to choose how that Jesus does his thing? Can you trust in Jesus enough that he can stop and take care of a little woman that's got an issue of blood? 
Can you trust in Jesus enough? So, well, Jesus, you, you see my, 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 my daughter, she's real sick. Yeah, she is. Yeah, I know your case is bad. I know your case is bad. But if you can ever learn to say, Jesus, this is what you got to pray. Jesus, do it. Do it your way. Do it your way. Do it your way. I wonder, I wonder how many healings have been lost because people have gone through healing lines and they've had hands laid on them. And as they've had hands laid on them, because they didn't see the result instantly, because they didn't, they saw trees as men walking. Oh, hallelujah. And so they walked away. And there's bitterness that sat down in their heart because they, 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 oh, you, I'm talking to somebody here. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I'm trying to move fast. I got a little road to go here. Hallelujah. You've got to learn to trust in Jesus. Don't be a Jairus that pulls him and pushes him along. Hey, Jairus, I know what your case is. I know all about it. I know the beginning from the end, the end from the beginning. I know what you're facing. Just trust in me, trust in me, trust in me, trust in me, trust in me. It's in those moments of trust like that. It's in those moments of trust like that. Hallelujah. That sometimes somebody taps you on the shoulder and they said, don't, don't, don't need to worry of them anymore. Hallelujah. She just died. Hallelujah. Jesus knew all. Hallelujah. Jesus knew all alone. He turned to Jairus. He said, she ain't dead. She's asleep. You see, when you get into God's dimension, hallelujah, God uses a different vocation vocabulary that you use you call it cancer God calls it a cold So all of a sudden, Jairus, he got something that he didn't even buy into. He didn't even, he didn't even expect it. And all of a sudden, instead of seeing Jesus healed a sick girl in a coma, he saw Jesus raise a girl from the, that's in the eyes of the people. But Jesus said, she's asleep. You've got to be very careful. If you want God to do something for you, and he wants to do it tonight. If you want God to do something for you, number one, you've got to enter into God's time zone. Number two, you have got to allow God to name it or to, to how, you understand what I'm saying. You keep on trying to put words into God's mouth. This is what I think I need. This is what I think I have. This is what I think should be done. This And tonight, tonight, I'm closing. Tonight, when I'm going to ask you to stand in just about two minutes, tonight, when you stand up and you want God to do something for you, don't try to time God. Don't try to say, God, you've got five minutes to do it. Don't try to put words into God's mouth. 
saying, this is, he said, well, hallelujah, shall we stand? I got one last verse I want to read for you. Hallelujah. Power of God's in the house. He wants to do something for you. If you can get off of that little thing and say, well, I think God did me a bad deal. I think he did a, I mean, that boy, what a bad, what a, I mean, I was, let me just show you, just let me show you. So while I was trying to get up there to the front for the man of God to lay hands on me, and they pushed me out of the way, boy, isn't that a bad deal? Jesus knows all about your situation. He knows exactly where you're at right now. You may think you have one thing. It's sort of like that woman, that, that, that man with the palsy. He said, well, I'm, I've got palsy. Jesus said, no, it's another issue. Did you know, going back to the first scenario, did you know that there is sin that has symptoms of sickness? Did you know that bitterness causes heart attacks? Woo, God. And so you come up. I'm back to the first one again. This is, this is because I don't know how to keep all my thoughts in order. You come up and say, I need healing for my heart attack. When really, God can probably heal you of your, probably, I mean, he, he could heal you of your heart attack. You'd have another one. Because the root of your sickness is not the palsy. It's the sin. And sometimes because you pick and choose, number two now, sometimes because you pick and choose the way you want God to do it, you cheat yourself out of a greater miracle. And because you can only trust God within the 15 minutes that it takes to walk to your house, Jesus said, I want to test you out, Jairus. I want to see if you can stay on the road here for 30 minutes. I'll read you one last verse. For there was a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek and a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast out the devil out of her daughter. And Jesus just absolutely preached the roughest message he, he, he told the woman off. What a horrible thing to do. He said, let the children eat first. You're just a, just a little puppy dog. That woman could have gotten up and walked off mad. Well, bless God, I got, have you ever thought of, I went to church to be healed. 
And he called me a dog. What a horrible thing to do. But Jesus knew that he had to provoke that woman in a little act of faith. And she said, well, well okay, if, 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 that's, if that's the case, well, I'll just... You see, what was really happening was that Jesus was offering a door for that woman to step into a time warp, completely out of her time. He was just seeing if she had enough faith in her to overcome what you think is bad. But Jesus knows exactly what he's doing. Speaking to somebody here today. It's sort, of like, it's sort of like when Jesus, when Mary came up to Jesus and said, Jesus, they don't have no wine. And Jesus said, woman, what do I have to do with you? It was his mother. It didn't bother her. She turned to the guy and said, go get the, go get, go get the, go get the jars. Go get the vessels because he's fixing to do something. I challenge somebody here tonight to break past what you think is not all that great. What you think is not all that. Oh, I was going to tell you about, explain my title to you. Go to chapter 9 in John. I mean, that was, that was a bad deal. The guy was blind from birth, and Jesus came and spit in his eye. Anybody here want to be spit? No, don't. No, we're not going there. Can you imagine that blind man saying, would you like to be, would you like to have spit in your eyes? I'm talking serious because there's people that have big issues. And the reason why you haven't broke through to what you need is because you keep on picking and choosing the way you want God to do it. And if tonight, right now, I promise you in the Holy Ghost, if tonight, right now, you start praying, I'm moving out of the way. If you start praying right where you're at and say, God, just whatever, come on, raise your hands real high, whatever, God, whatever, 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 no, I can't, I can't hear you. I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. Really serious. Are you saying that God do it your way? Can you heal you right now? Will you accept and heal you? Can you wait five minutes? Would you accept in five minutes? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I can't hear you. If you need something from God, said God, do it your way. God, do it your way. God, do it your way. Come on. May this church tonight, God, have faith to break into a new dimension of time and of eternity. 
and to believe that you can do something beyond our belief, beyond what we understand, beyond what we comprehend, beyond our human feelings, beyond our human bitterness, beyond our human mindset in Jesus' name. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You want to join up with the prayer warrior next to you? Come on, let's pray together. God, let us surrender to you. Oh, let us surrender to you, God. Let us be what you want us to be. Oh, oh, that's a way to pray. That's a way to pray. God, I surrender everything. I know I can't have my way and you have your way, God. Oh, yes, Lord, I surrender, God. I surrender your way, God. Oh, yes, Lord, I surrender, God. I surrender, God. Oh, yes, Lord, I Come on, let's do it again together. Oh, yes, God, I surrender. I surrender all to your way of will, God. I One more time, make it a prayer and sing it together. Oh, yes, up in the balcony. Come on, make it ring out all the way from up there. In the mezzanine, come on, lift up your voices, congregation. I surrender all, God. Oh, yes, Lord.